Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with this week's wheat headlines, the corridor extension talks are ongoing. The USDA reports due tomorrow, including 2023-24 balance sheets, and the market's monitoring weather developments. One step forward, two steps back. The week started with increased Russian military strikes on Kyiv and port cities, and talks on the corridor extension in Istanbul last Friday ended with no agreement, with no vessels entering or leaving the corridor as inspections were halted. Russia continued their line that their demands had not been met, which did not bode well. Talks resumed this week with Turkey making optimistic noises that the corridor would be extended for a further two months. What Russia gains by extending the corridor without their demands being met is difficult to comprehend. Reports this week suggested that Turkey, a chief negotiator of the BSGI, the Black Sea Grain Initiative, and a major beneficiary of cheap wheat and maize imports via the corridor, were considering a three-month import ban starting the 1st of June to protect local wheat producers during harvesting. Oh, the irony of it. Tomorrow sees the USDA's first stab at the 2023-24 global supply and demand forecasts. The starting point will be how they deal with the Russian and EU carryouts, which is a major bone of contention. Will they stick to their view that the Russian 2022-23 wheat crop was 92 million metric tonnes and not 104, as some analysts contend, which the USDA argued was implausible? The EU carryout will likely be revised higher, but may fall short of the 8 to 9 million tonnes that some expect. Wheat production in Australia, Russia, Ukraine is expected to be down significantly, whilst the US, EU, Canada and Argentina are forecast higher. US production will depend on how bad the drought has affected the HRW wheat crop, whilst planting progress of their spring wheat crop is delayed by snowpack and rain. Canada is turning dry with spring planting, which makes up the bulk of their crop, delayed by snowpack. The ongoing drought in Argentina has continued into their wheat planting season, which could reduce plantings and put their forecast of 22 million metric tonnes at risk, having seen this season's crop reduced to 12. Central and southern Brazil has turned drier, which could affect their safrina maize crop, whilst it remains to be seen what, if any, impact El Nino has in store for the US maize crop. On to malting barley, there's high rainfall in the south, the export programme resumes and malting premiums have eroded. The good news is that global beer production is now back to pre-pandemic levels, a huge rebound. However, most of that growth is in the emerging markets of Asia, Africa and South America. The more mature markets of Europe and North America are fairly static, but the trend is positive. In the south, we've had more rain. March and April were record high rainfall months. So far, May is going the same way. The subsoil moisture is being restored, but what the barley crop needs now is sunshine. Without that, eventual quality and yield will be questionable. Our malting barley export programme has resumed, with Planet boats being loaded at Portsmouth this week and Laureate at Poole next week. It's as well we capture these export markets while they are available, as there is no old crop malting barley demand in the UK or near Europe. To move the malting barley surplus, our boats will have to continue each week until the end of July. 
New crop values have followed wheat futures down, but really it's only Denmark and France who are selling malting barley forward. As we feared, the malting premiums over feed barley have eroded in the last week and are now nearer £35 for October. This week's oilseed rape headlines, Sweden slashes its biofuel requirements, soybeans pressured by favourable weather and there's palm oil supply concerns. Another volatile week for rapeseed and rival oils. On Monday, Matif rapeseed dropped 4.3% and closed €19.50 down on concerns that Sweden's plan to slash its biofuel requirements could dent rapeseed oil demand. Sweden announced that the plan to cut the required amount of biofuel to 6% in 2024 and for it to remain at that level until the end of 2026. That's down from the current rules of 30.5% in diesel and 7.8% in petrol and the percentage was meant to increase each year. The government said that reducing the amount of biofuel will cut the cost of a litre of diesel by 5.5 Swedish crowns. Diesel currently costs around 20.3 Swedish crowns per litre. Chicago soybeans hit a one-week low on Thursday as favourable weather and the rapidly progressing US planting pressured prices. Reuters explained how it's too early to predict, but a bumper US crop this year would add to ample supplies from the record Brazilian harvest. Argentina's Rosario Grains Exchange cut its forecast for the 2022-23 soybean harvest by 6.5% to 21.5 million metric tonnes, almost half of which was produced in the previous season as lingering drought impacts hit the harvest. The exchange also commented that El Nino weather phenomenon is unlikely to bring heavy rains to Argentina's agricultural area before September, meaning the drought-hit soil will likely see a slow recovery. Palm oil hit a more than two-week high on Monday on forecasts of a sharper decline in April output, triggering supply concerns. Malaysia's end-April palm oil inventories slumped to their lowest in 11 months after production and exports plunged more than anticipated. The Malaysian Palm Oil Board reported stockpiles in the world's second largest producer to shrink 10.54% from March to 1.5 million metric tonnes, down for a third month to the lowest since May 2022. However, palm oil fell sharply on Thursday and ended at a one-week low on rising production in top producer Indonesia and tracking losses in rival Dalian oils. Crude oil has rebounded somewhat, but investors remain cautious as rising global interest rates continue to drive recessionary fears. On Monday, crude followed energy stocks higher after the US reported strong jobs data. A report from the Energy Information Administration has also supported prices, pointing to higher seasonal demand and lower-than-expected output. And on Wednesday, US data showed a key inflation measure monitored by the Federal Reserve to ease, potentially meaning the central bank can pause further increases in interest rates next month. And finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for June at £180, November 185. Feed barley for June at 170, November 165. Oilseed rate for June at 346 to 351 and November 353 to 358. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular OpenField contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.